Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. On this episode, we have Andy joining us, and he had a really intense encounter with a creature in the bush around the small New South Wales town of Wagga Wagga. After recording this episode, I did a little bit of research as to what this creature might be, and my best guess is that it might be a goblin. If you have any theories on what this creature is, please let me know. Now, I just want to flag a warning to anyone who might have children with them listening to this episode. It does feature some strong paranormal and quite gruesome details towards the end of the interview, so you just might want to limit what they hear in that section, so just keep an ear out for that. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes five-star ratings and reviews. Each week, I will read out a new five-star review that's left for me on iTunes. So if you want me to read your review, simply jump on iTunes, leave me a five-star review, and let me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. So this one comes from Aussie Boy, and he's from Australia, obviously. And his review goes, best Aussie UFO slash paranormal podcast. The UFO stories on this podcast are the best I have ever heard from an Australian podcast. True Aussie stories. Love this. So glad it's going weekly. Hope this helps with disclosure. Me too, Aussie boy. And if you were liking the episodes, be sure to jump on iTunes and give us a five-star review. And maybe just share the show with one of your friends or family, and that will help us grow. But for now, let's get into Andy's encounter. I'd like to welcome Andy to the show, and Andy's had quite an experience. He actually ran into an unknown creature that he can't really identify, and he hasn't seen anything like it. Andy, welcome to the show. How you going, and thanks for having me. Yeah, mate. Thank you for coming on. Now, when you told me about your encounter, I was absolutely intrigued, and it caught my interest right away because I've never heard of a story like this. And I just knew when I read that I had to get you on the show to share it with people because your where you experienced this was actually in a pretty populated city of Newcastle um, down in New South Wales. Do you mind kind of taking us back to the start and walking us through what happened? 
No worries. Well, like, basically, well, not basically, vividly, this is what happened. I was in the town of Bulleroo, and there is a mountain range above the town. And I was with my friend who was telling me about this creature entity that he's actually had a run in and dealt with. Apparently, it went into his house, actually. But anyways, um, so I decided I should go for a walk up there with my dog, who's actually a pit bull cross German Shepherd, and he's a trained guard dog so I thought I would take him up there in a knife and see what we can find kind of thing and I forgot about it to be honest for a few weeks and then I ended up going back up there kind of unaware a little bit but we started walking and then and the only thing that I could describe it to be for all the other paranormal people out there that know what it is is a rake which is Slender Man's nephew apparently from what I've done on my research but anyways from I started walking up, like from my first, from First Street, which was my street. Got to the top of that, and then I started walking up from the bottom to the top of the mountain range. Got about halfway up, and there's like little little bit of shrubs, little bit of trees, but most of it's just a barren wasteland, like you can see for miles, kind of thing. But I was walking, and then yeah, me dog just kind of got on the alert, and I looked at him, and I just looked up, and this, there was this creature, probably about. I don't know, probably about four, maybe in between four and five foot. I don't really know because I'm not too good with the measuring. But, yeah, and i just seen it crouch down like it was looking at the ground, looking at something, like a rock or something. I don't know what it was looking at. I was more focused on it. And then it stood up and it looked at me and my dog, and my dog's not scared of anything. Like, it's unfearful, and this thing kind of scared him like he didn't want to move. I told him to, like, kind of attack it but he did nothing like he did not move did not budge he kind of leant against me and thought no you do it but what it looked like was it had like kind of orangey pinkish colored skin like i don't know if any of you know what a gray nurse shark is but it had about the same kind of styled teeth as a gray nurse shark had kind of wide eyes kind of similar to a gray's but a bit smaller, and you could, like, there was a pupil. The grey aliens, you mean? Yeah, like the grey aliens. Okay. But it was kind of similar to him, had a kind of normal-shaped head, but on the side of slightly coned, like the cone people or whatever. But similar. It looked really similar to us, but just, like, pretty much a demonic version of us, really. Had no sort of genitalia whatsoever. I made sure of that. Had kind of long, hardened fingernails that kind of shaped into claws. Probably about four to five inches long. About six inches, yeah, maybe. But yeah. And like the fear that went in me when I seen it was just... um, Like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. And yeah, like... So I told Chubbs to get it. He thought no. The creature was just standing there, like kind of sizing me and Chubbs up. And then I just thought, well, it's either going to attack me or I've got to attack it. I didn't really want to kill it, to be honest. Like I wasn't there to hunt it down and rip its head off. Like if I could catch it live, I'd rather catch it live so I could show the world. But no, like that wasn't happening because I decided to just run at it. And as I started running at it, my dog Chubb started running at it, and then it just unleashed this 
scream from the depths of hell, I guess. But yeah, just the way it screamed, it I can't describe the sound it make it made, but it kind of sounded like auto tune. That's the closest thing on this earth that I can say sounded kind of like it. But anyways, when it done that scream, it felt like two people smashed my head with a hammer, like right in the temples, and I was grabbing at my head, clawing at my face, screaming in pain. So was my dog. He was yelping, going off, like because you know their their hearing is a whole lot more sensitive than ours. But then, yeah, as he stopped, the pain just went away instantly. Like it, it was like it never happened. So I got up. My dog was already running at him, and he just started galloping like on all fours kind of thing. And my dog kept charging him, kept charging him and he kept running. And then he realized my dog was chasing him. So he got up on two feet and I, you know, I'm not lying. He got up on two feet and started running like a human, but like a bit odd, kind of like an, I don't know really how to explain it. Kind of odd, kind of like a human, but still like an animal. And my dog is really quick. And this thing was jogging. Like, it looked like it was jogging and it was outrunning my dog. So I kept I kept up on the chase, kept following him. And he eventually got up over this little crest where I couldn't see. And I was a bit far behind, like probably at least a good 30 seconds behind him because, you know, the dogs are pretty quick and so was that thing. And then I just heard my dog yelping in pain like it just got stabbed or I don't know, it bit him or I don't know, but my dog sounded like he was in pain, so I had to get over there. Got over to the crest and then, boom, here, here's my dog sitting. Like, I heard it scream as well, before, like, do the same scream before I got up over the hill. And then, boom. It was lit. And when you get over to that side of the hill, there is nothing. I mean, nothing of anything. There's nothing there. It's just a big patch of gravel for about at least a kilometre, maybe even more. And there was just a cloud of kind of, like not a big, huge dust cloud where I couldn't see through, but just a faint little dust cloud. And my dog's just spinning around, like running, looking around, like thinking, where is this thing? And it just vanished, vanished completely out of sight, gone. And that's pretty much it. Wow. That's is that's quite an encounter, my friend. Oh, yeah, it was. Like, I, like even now, I don't know if you can hear it, or if it sounds like it, but I'm still shaken up about it. And that was years ago now. That was about probably either 2014 or 2015. Or maybe, no, maybe even 2016 thinking about it. I'm just trying to, sorry, I'm just trying to work out many times of when this actually happened. Now, you said earlier your friend encountered this. Um, the, was it the same creature that was inside his house? It was the same creature. Like he described it before I even seen it. Yeah, right. To the, to down to the T, like better. He could describe it better than what I could. And does he live around that same area? He lived. He lived in Bull. Like I lived in First Street, and he lived in Second Street, which is a street straight over from me. Like I jumped one of my neighbor's fences, walked through an empty car lot, and then boom, I was at his house. And apparently, he has the creature on film. I don't think I've seen it, but he told me that he was having a. Um, he had a surprise party for his birthday. I think it was his 46th birthday. Like, he's a lot older than me, by the way. I'm only 21. But he had a surprise party for his, six, his 46th birthday and 
when he was walking up the driveway, there's people recording, ah, surprise, Gary, surprise. And everyone just freaked out and said, turn around. And as he turned around, like there was the creature coming up behind him, like the phone dropped and everything like from the film. And yeah. And that's like when he seen that for the first time ever. And then he told me another time where he woke up and it was standing at the end of his bed. And apparently that's what the rake does. It messes with you psychologically instead of physically. So that's what makes me think it is the rake, but I'm still not sure because it looks different to any photo of the rake I've ever seen. Just before we, we got on the um, on the air here, Andy, you were telling me that your friend also told you that there was lights around that area before oh, yeah. witnessing this. The lights. Do, do you mind going into that a little bit? No, 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 no worries. Um, well, the same area where I was living in First Street, where the mountains are, at about at night time or about three in the morning, he, he told me, like after explaining to me with the creature and what happened with the creature, he told me to look up in the mountains and like just watch above him and you'll see these lights. And I said, what do you mean lights? And he goes, I can't explain it, just watch it. And I thought, hmm, well, all right, I'm going to do this. And I waited till three in the morning, and surely enough, there were lights. Well, a, sing- a singular light, actually, should I say. It looked like a star. Like, I was just looking, and all of a sudden, this light just started moving, and I thought it was just a star. But then it, it was right above the mountains because I could see light going onto the mountains. And it kept going, like, backwards, then up, down in a diagonal, then across, then backwards, up down in a diagonal and it kept doing this certain pattern. It was kind of like it was drawing two triangles touching each other. Like that's the pattern it was kind of doing. And yeah, I I watched that for like a solid 10, 15 minutes easy. And then it just, it didn't vanish up into the air really quick. It just disappeared. It's like it was never there. Do you think that's connected to the creature that you saw? I reckon personally, just because of the sheer, like, Right where I first seen the light, that was pretty much where it was on the ground. And have you ever returned to to see if those lights are are still occurring at that same time? The lights are still occurring. I've never been up on the mountain again to see the creature because after that I was just, like I wouldn't even say scared, but like scared's definitely a part of the feeling. (laughs) But um, I don't know, I just don't know the feeling that it put through my body that day. Like it was, it was uncanny, I can tell you that much, but. No, like, I've gone to my mate's house multiple times after that and we've stayed up, you know, playing pool all night and that, playing games or whatever because he's a, he's, a, he's a Marvel fan. He loves his superheroes, so he'll play all those games and that. But, yeah, we've gone out there at that late hour of the morning or the early morning and, yeah, the lights are still there. It happens every Wednesday and Thursday, not every day. or It's always Wednesday and Thursday for some reason, by the way. And does that still happen to this day? To this day. Well, I haven't been there in about a year, but I assume that it still happens because literally every time I've ever gone there, I've seen the light. What does your friend think the creature is? Does he think it's a rake as well? Oh, he didn't He didn't know about the rake. I actually showed him what the rake was and he said, that's it. And like immediately I seen his face turn white and he goes, that's it. And he pointed at it. But when you when you look at the rake... The rake doesn't have the same kind of teeth. Like all the photos that I've seen and done research, because there's a lot that look like those um, greys that are white, but they don't have the same teeth. They have the same eyes, 
but not the same teeth. This one had like messed up teeth. Like he definitely needed. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The dentist. <laughs> Do you know if anyone in that area has seen this same creature? Is it something that might be a bit of a local crypt or something like that? It's it's not like a folk it's not like a folklore story that you could ask everyone. But I've asked a few people, and a few people have seen the lights that light it on the mountain. Not many people go up there because it was an old lead factory, and you get like it's like pretty poisonous to walk through there. But I just thought I have to see this thing for my own eyes. You know, like I need to know. And what do you so? Do you think this thing was speaking to you telepath- telepathically? Oh, through the screen, yeah, it was like straight, like I heard it, but it was more in my head because it was just, it felt just like, like I don't know if anyone's ever seen The Hulk with, I think it's Edward Norton, where he gets like pumped by the big subsonic tank wave things, it was like that, it's just vroom, 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 just pumping in my head, I could feel it. Felt so like, you could actually feel it? Oh, I could feel it, yeah, 100%, I could like Oh, it felt like it was doing a subsonic wave of some sort. Like, not saying heavy duty, but oh, it was. I could, it, it brought me to my knees. Like, I was on the ground screaming, thrashing around, trying to get it to stop. And then the second it stopped, it was just gone. Like, the, the feeling was just boom. It, didn't, it felt like it just didn't happen. Yeah, right. Because if that was something that was quite audible, obviously people around that area would hear that. So that's what makes me think that that might have been something telepathically getting sent to you. Yeah, well, maybe. Because where I actually am, like where I was when I seen it, there was actually houses. And the weirdest, strangest thing that I probably should have said in the story, but I didn't, because I don't know this guy and I don't know him, but there is a house in the middle of them mountains, like just one, not multiple, just one, one singular house is in those mountains. And it's like a farmhouse. And no one owns that area. That's like crown land, which means like the public own it. It's not just you can't build houses on it, but this guy has a house on it. Do you think he might be, I don't know, the keeper of what this creature might be? Honestly, I didn't want to actually say it because I'm trying to sound like as less bizarre and crazy as, you know, yeah, maybe. Like, it's fear that me and my mate put down anyways, like, which we've put so many different theories on what this thing is and why it's there, but that's one of them, yeah, that he has something to do with it because he has a really, really big dog that he lets run around the mountains at night time so he can't walk around there. And I wonder why. Like, what's he hiding? What's he trying to keep? You think he's protecting himself or... Or something like that? Uh, like, a, a sane person wouldn't live knowing that that thing's there. I wouldn't anyways. And I'm pretty crazy. Like, I love to do some pretty insane stuff, like have fun and that. But, yeah, I wouldn't live where knowing that that thing lives there. No way. Do you think this is a dangerous creature? Oh, 100%. Like, oh, well, he didn't actually physically attack me. But just what he did, if he continued doing it, maybe it would have killed me. I don't know. But... It felt pretty close. Like, it felt like it was, it was hurting. 
And and there's been no other reports of of that creature in that area at all, apart from the apart from your friend's birthday party, which you said there was a fair few people there that may have seen this creature. Oh yeah, there were like at least thirty odd people there, and they were all sitting there waiting for him because they knew that he finished work, and they were waiting for him to just walk through the gate, and then they were all there, and then yeah, so there's at least. A, and I've talked to some of these people and they've all said the exact same story and I've talked to them on separate occasions not letting them not know that I'm going to talk to someone else about it and they've all said pretty accurate of the same story like it didn't sound like lies that's that is such an unbelievable encounter Andy I mean where where do you go from here I mean like what has it changed the way you think about I guess what's out there in the world I mean is is there more to it than than what we can see? Oh, there is definitely. Like, I don't know about heaven and hell, and I'm not going to get into that and make people hate me because, you know, some people love the thought of God and some people hate the thought of God. Well, all I'm going to tell them about it, God is is that I'm actually Greek and my culture is Greek Orthodox, so where I believe in Zeus and Hades. And Zeus and Hades, they had a competition to see who become the king of Olympus and the ruler of the underworld. And Zeus actually tricked Hades and stabbed him in the back and threw him into the underworld. So Zeus is technically the devil. He's the cheater. He's the, you know, so. But yeah, no, I definitely believe in all sorts of like paranormal activity. Like when you, when you put that thing up about Bigfoot that, got us in contact with each other I actually like have seen a possible Bigfoot in the area of Pindima which is um, near Tea Gardens in oh, is it New, yeah it's in New South Wales but I don't know I just seen a big black hairy thing like I could smell a pungent pungent smell and my dog went boom and lifted up his like he done the pointing position to say look over there I looked over there and this big hairy black thing it was in thick trees, though, so I didn't really see it, but I heard it get up, and when it ran off, I could hear it for miles, like, not miles, but I could hear it for ages when it ran off, like, boom, 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 and it got quieter and quieter, but, and my dog went after it, and I don't know where my dog went, and I lost him for, like, a good 40 minutes, but then I eventually found him. Oh, wow. Man, your, your dog has a death wish. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, nah, well, like I said, he's not scared of anything. And for him to be scared of whatever this thing was, it had to be a serious animal or creature or whatever he was. It had to be pretty serious. Okay, so let's just compare this to your your uh, your Yowie or your Bigfoot encounter. Well, you Do you feel like you're in more danger from this, this unknown creature than what you were with the Bigfoot? Well, personally, I reckon Bigfoot's are, like... I have, I've heard stories of Bigfoot's like ripping people apart. Like there's that one about the people over in America gold mining at, at a cabin and apparently there was a family of Bigfoot that come and smashed onto their cabin and like sort of throwing rocks and like eventually then people went missing. And apparently like it was a, they, they were violent creatures and all this, but I've heard plenty of stories of Yowies and people coexisting like not really living together and they know of each other's existence. But from what I've heard and what I feel, I don't reckon that they're dangerous. Like, cause he, he seen me and just ran, like didn't even try and intimidate me of any sort. Didn't try and like run around the bushes, making big scary noises, doing his big call. He just ran off. So I was definitely more danger with the creature than what I was with Bigfoot or the Yowie. And Andy, have you ever considered going back up there with a group of people? And maybe some yeah, camera I've, gear or anything like that. Maybe thought about it. 
yeah, I want to catch this. I want to show, like, I want to catch it, but I don't want to just catch it on film because, you know, like these days with the art of Photoshop, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's fake. That's fake, right? Because people complain that when you, like, just say when you get a Bigfoot photo, oh, that's too blurry. You know, I can't see him. But then when they get a really clear shot, they go, oh, that's Photoshop. Yeah, it's impossible to win that that argument now, isn't it? <laughs> you can't win. No, I was about to say that. You can't win with most people. I'll just call them non-believers, but, like, they're just... Like, you're telling me, right, out of all the animals that we have on this earth, like, just look at fish, for instance. Look how many different types of fish there are and how different they are from each other. And you're telling me that we haven't got any sort of shifty paranormal activity or of any sort, like from ghosts to Bigfoot to, you know, the Jersey Devil and all that, all sorts of different stuff. But, you know, there's got to be something out there. There has to be, regardless if we've seen it yet or we haven't. There has to be. I am absolutely enthralled in your in your encounter. And, I mean, it would be great if we could get some evidence from this creature. And, I mean, even if that means... Um, you know, if you're able to even get the a copy of the the video from your your friend's forty, I was I was about to, I was about to say if you want me to, I'll actually get in contact with me mate, and I'll see if he can give me the video. Yeah. He recorded a UFO actually. You know, I don't know if you know what it is, but it's called the Green V around the world. That's its name apparently, and he actually recorded that. Okay. Like his voice, you can hear him talking about like, what is that? What's that in the sky? Can anyone else see that? And there was, there was a few people with him at that time as well. But yeah, he actually recorded that. That's on YouTube. Oh wow! Okay, I might have to find that one and uh, put it in the show notes for this um, for this episode. But um, I mean, yeah, but yeah, I'll find that and I'll show you. Yeah, mate, that would be absolutely fantastic because we can also include that in the show notes for this episode. So anyone who's listening to it, they can just jump on the website. Click on this episode and they'll be able to see, maybe even we grab a screen capture of it or the whole video, whatever we can um, we can get from there. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like he, he's a very, like w- what his go is with, like cause I've dealt with heaps of ghosts and honestly, like I've had multiple paranormal, that's why I asked you before this phone call, if you've had any paranormal activity and wondered why you got into all this kind of stuff, but you said you were chasing it. And, you know, I've never chased it, but it's just happened. And I've had, like, multiple different things that have happened to me. And I could keep going if you really wanted to. But, yeah, like, heaps of different stuff. But with him, he deal like, I never dealt with this kind of stuff because I don't, I don't like the whole idea of the Ouija board because the first dude who ever made it committed suicide and jumped off the roof. Everyone looked that up. If you like, feel free to look that up. But, yeah, so I've never dealt with them because it's just dark magic and I don't like mucking around with dark magic. But, yeah. Nothing good ever comes from that, in my opinion, mate. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, good because everyone I've ever talked to, they're like, oh, they heaps fun. And I'm just like, no, no, they're not. No, I, I, I'm a very firm believer that, you know, if you invite negativity into your life, ne- negativity will come. Well, you, you, you've seen the movie Paranormal Activity. Yeah, well, my my, ga- my mate Gary lives it. He actually lives it. Like, he has a demon that bashes all of his girlfriends. I thought it was him when I first met him. That's the whole right. Re- that's how I actually met him because I seen there's this girl screaming, coming, running at me, and she had blood coming down her face. And I said, "Oh my god, what happened to you?" She goes, "My boyfriend, my boyfriend, he done this to me." And I ran up and I actually grabbed him and I 
put him against the wall and I said, what are you doing, mate? Like, this is wrong. You don't attack women. I don't even care if she try to attack you first. You don't attack women. That's, that's not how I go anyways. But he said, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I can't tell you what it was, but it wasn't me. And when, when he said that, I just thought, you know, because I've had a paranormal life and I've always, always believed in it. And yeah, I just said, what do you mean? And then boom, he started telling me. And then I thought, no way, like paranormal activity kind of thing. And he said, yep. But he's dealt with Ouija boards and actually one of his friends, and he has documents of this. I don't know if he will share these documents. He might, but he has document evidence. And I've seen, seen photos and documents, death certificates, and like one of his friends died while they were playing with a Ouija board. And that's like, I've got fact evidence of that. So, yeah. Like he nearly got done for murder. Him and all of his friends nearly got done for murder. But they put it, like the police ended up putting it under suspicious unknown circumstances. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. So basically, like, the devil, like, when they were talking on the Ouija board, they said, and there's there's two questions you never ask, how did you die and who are you? And they asked both of them, and but they asked who are you, and the spirit they were talking to said, ah, you couldn't even comprehend my name. If I told you, if I told you my real name, your mind would explode. Kind of like he was getting along them lines. Not this exactly, but you know, this is my translation of what he said. But and then they said, "No, nah, no, nah, tell me." And they said, "My name is throughout every religion." And then one of them wrote, "What are you, the devil?" Ha ha ha. And he's just like, "Yep." And then started spelling his name in all different ways, like Diablos, Hades, the devil, Lucifer, you know, all the different ways you spell the name. They, this went on for hours. They had the whole list written down and everything. And they said, oh, well, ha- prove it, you know, like how, prove it, you know, whatever. And then, boom, they were sitting up on wooden chairs and one of them folded inwards and screws went from the base of his back where his like tailbone is, went all the way up his back into his lungs. And in Greek mythology and Greek history, the way Hades is, Hades doesn't have a three-pronged fork. He only has a two-pronged fork, and that's how he kills you. He stabs you in the back and rips it up your whole entire back. So, oh, wow. But, yeah, like I've seen, I've seen photos of his mate and, like, his lungs hanging out, and intestines and all sorts of stuff. It was just – even now I'm, like, kind of freaking out about it because it was heavy. It was a heavy thing. I've never seen something like that before, but, yeah. Yeah, that's intense. Well, Andy, I want to thank you for coming on the show, mate. And um, you've had some absolutely uh, next next level encounters there. And I mean, I would love to see if anyone else around that area has um, maybe experienced something like you have, because I mean, if you and your friend have seen this, this is obviously out there, and it's it's obviously quite a popular little city. Um, it's 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 nothing that's too small so there's quite a population well is kind of it's got a big population it's kind of on the small side but it's actually like one of the centers like you can get you go through that road to get to so many other places around the area of newcastle so a lot of people go through there a lot of people stay there so yeah 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 absolutely so thanks again andy for coming on and sharing your story with me mate no worries thanks for having me And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. 
Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.